Hi everyone, this is Kimberly with Everything Fierce. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a great week. I'm sure everyone is getting ready for Thanksgiving. And for those that are not, I don't know what to say, but this message could help you. So this week's topic is boundaries and what does God say about boundaries how do we have boundaries what is biblical what comes from the bible letting the holy spirit teach us so i hope you're having a great week weekend i should say hope you guys had a great weekend and yes um if you don't mind if you can share this podcast to friends and family if you can share it give it a thumbs up if you're on YouTube, share it, comment down below if you have any questions. For those who are listening on my podcast platform, um, if you can share it with friends and family, this is an encouragement, especially during the holidays, maybe for those that need to learn boundaries and what does God say about boundaries and what does God say about all these things when sometimes we not might not normally be with um friends or family all the time and knowing where God wants us to be biblically and where where things affect us where we say yes and no so I'm going to open in prayer so Holy Spirit I ask Lord that you would be with my listeners today open their eyes and their ears Lord to hear what you want them to hear move me out the way Holy Spirit and let your will be done through this podcast let my listeners hear you Lord let them know that you are a good, good father. Let them know that all things are possible through you. Any tension, we re- we ask, Lord, that you would take that away from them. We rebuke tension. We rebuke anxiety during the holiday season, sadness, Lord. Help us to know that emotions are normal, Lord, but how to manage those emotion- emotions, how to um, deal with them in a godly way. All the good things that come from you, Lord, teach us those things, Lord God, that come from your word, Lord, or even a maybe a Christian counselor, Lord God, that loves you, Lord. So teach us what you want from your word today on boundaries. So what, sorry, my screen went black. I couldn't see you guys. I don't know what happened there for a second. Anyways, okay. So boundaries are super important. So let's jump into the word. And I'm going to read it here. So let's find the first thing on boundaries. So right here. This is Matthew chapter 11. I'm sorry, not 11. This is chapter 5, verse 37. And I'm reading from the the NIV. I usually read from the NLT, but this is my husband's Bible. So... Today, I'm reading from the NIV. This is the NIV version. So, this one says, All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. So, during the holiday seasons, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Don't fall into people pleasing. What works for you and your family is the most important. So let your yes be yes and your no be no. Why? Beyond anything, this comes from the evil one. 
So not following your yes or no. Then you're following the evil one because you're not doing what's going to please the father and what's going to please your family. And I don't think we want to please the evil one, right? So boundaries are super important. Why would God say that? Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And this falls under the category of oaths. Introduction to the Sermon on the Mount is the whole topic of chapter 5. And this one falls under oaths. So God is saying, this is important to me. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And if we want to follow Christ, we need to follow these things, right? Okay, so now I'm going to go skip over to, let's see, where's my marker at? We're going to skip over to chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Verses 11, 12, and 13. But now I am writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister, but is sexually immoral or greedy, an idolater or a slanderer, a drunker or a swindler. Do not even eat with such people. What business is it of mine to judge those outside of the church? You are you not to judge those inside? God will judge those outside. Expel the wicked person from among you. So I'm going to read 12 over again. What business is it of mine to judge those outside of the church? Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge those outside. Expel the wicked person from among you. Among you, believers, among you. So if you're around family that's lukewarm, and it's the holiday season and you know they like to drink and gossip maybe it's time for you to leave maybe you know when it's time maybe you go for a little bit and it's okay now we gotta go you talk to your kids and your husband or your husband you and your husband have an agreement okay past this time we know we need to leave or you know what let's go on a different day because i can actually communicate with my family or friends better this way And so they still know you love them, right? Or have a coffee date. Whatever works for you and your family. Even if you guys are not around family and you're around friends like us. It says, don't be around drunkards, swindlers, slanderers, and idolaters. If people are showing you, and people are not perfect, but if it's a continual pattern of this, God doesn't want us around that. And he's talking to the people that are following God. So if you're following God and you're around these people and they claim they love God and they claim they love Jesus and they're doing these things, he doesn't even want us around such people, it says. So how do we put up that boundary? How do we say, okay, I can go for an hour. Hey, let's do lunch, you know, this day. Let them know you love them. You're not telling them you're not going to go, but you're just learning where to find that boundary. So he's he's not talking to the people that are not believers. He knows, we know what to expect from non-believers, right? So in another case, if your family member or friends are unbelievers and you choose not to go, that's your choice that you have to make. Is it beneficial to see somebody once a year and have your children and your husband and wife around that? Is that beneficial? Or is it beneficial to say, you, you know what, I can't do that? 
and just, hey, you know, I'm not going to be able to come to dinner or lunch. Or maybe you're going to set a special time aside where it's just you and them. So maybe your children aren't affected or your spouse or whatever the case may be. We can't run from the world, obviously. No, that's not what God is saying. But when you're interacting with them, if you're constantly around them, that's going to affect you. What goes in your ear gates, what goes in your eye gates will affect you. So the Bible clearly says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. So ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, do you want me to be around this person? Or if you're going to minister and then you leave, if you're going to go love, show them the love of Jesus and then you leave, maybe the light of Jesus that they need to see. So boundaries are very important during, especially during the holidays when you're around more people than normal, knowing where you stand knowing when to say yes, knowing when to say no, saying, Holy Spirit, please show me. And I I believe anxiety and anxiousness can come from us not setting those boundaries. Not saying, nope, we're not going to do that. I can't. Sorry. It's not worth it for me. It's not worth it for my mind, my heart, my ears, my eyes. It's not worth it. And you have to make that determination on your own. You have to ask the Holy Spirit. He might say, hey, go for an hour, leave at this time. He might say that. He might say, hey, no. He might say, go. But remember, always go back to the scripture. And when you read the scripture, what business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? So we're not judging those outside of the church, the unbeliever. Oh, you're going to hell or you're drinking. You're not supposed to. No, absolutely not. But if you're saying you're a Christian, but you're acting otherwise, then that's where God says we'll know them by their fruit. Okay, you know what? This These people are lukewarm. They're not really serving God. They're not dying to flesh. They're not speaking right. They're gossiping. And yes, everyone is at a different level. I get that. But, but, but it's clear in here what it says expel the wicked person from among you among you are believers he's that's what he's talking about so expel them what does that mean to expose them to say hey this isn't right expel to put away hey you know what let's talk what does the word expel mean right the definition of expel so let's see. On 13, you can also look up on your own Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 5. It explains the same thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So to expel something. To get rid of. That's what I think it means. <clears throat> Excuse me, I gotta drink some water. <clears throat> so, what do these words mean? To expel the wicked person from among you, to expose, <clears throat> to take out, maybe, right?
So <clears throat> during this holiday season, let's remember to keep scripture even closer. Not that we don't, but if we're not certain and we start feeling anxious, that's like a sign. If we know we can't be around certain people, even if it's our own weakness, where we're like, you know what? I used to fall into gossip. I used to fall into drinking. I used to fall into whatever it is. Looking at things on a TV while you're at family's house and they're, they have the TV on. That's not appropriate that your kids shouldn't be watching or they shouldn't be watching, but they are. So letting our yes be yes and our no mean our no mean no is so important. But now I'm writing you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister, but is sexually immoral. So who claims? So they're saying they love God, but they're living in fornication. They say they love Jesus, but they're cussing up a storm. They say they love God, but they're gossiping. That's right there. Those are not my words. That's the Bible. And it, it's pretty straightforward. <clears throat> it, it's not saying don't be around unbelievers. Of course, you don't want to be around them too much. You want to be there to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Yes, and encourage them and love them. But when is enough enough? We have to know the line where God wants us. We have to know when to say, okay, Holy Spirit, I know what the word says. I know these things are coming up. I want to know what you want. I want to know where I stand with you. I want to know if you want me going here, you want me going there, you want me speaking to this person or that person, or would you have me do this a whole nother way? Would you have me take them out to lunch? Encourage them. Just because you don't go to an event doesn't mean you love somebody less. Absolutely not. So let's keep that in mind during Christmas, Thanksgiving, and even if you guys don't celebrate those things, <clears throat> this can be useful to be to any Christian, to even a new believer, somebody who's coming to know the Lord. And if you're not a believer and you're listening to my podcast, I encourage you to search out God. He's here for you. He loves you. He wants the best for you. And he can rescue you from anything that you're going through. He can touch you, heal you, help you. But you have to say, I want the Father. I want God in my life. I want to serve him. And so I'm speaking to those who believe already. So how do we mature in Christ? Go back to the Bible. Do we do what feels good and put God aside for the day and say, no, I'm not going to follow this. I'm not going to follow what he says. I am going to hang around greedy people. I am going to hang around drunkards. I'm going to hang around sexually immoral people. I'm going to hang around slanderers. And I'm going to hang around idolaters, people that want other people's stuff, swindlers, drunkards. I'm going to do that, but I'm going to put God aside for the day because I want to have fun. I want to be a lukewarm Christian, and I want to do these things because it feels good to me. And who doesn't want good food? Who doesn't want to be around family and friends, right, that do these things? But that's not pleasing to God. That's not what he says. He says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And is it a salvation issue? No. But you know what it is? It's a maturity issue to say, you know what, I'm maturing in my walk with Christ and I have to stay the course. I have to stay focused on what he wants, on what he wants of me, 
what God says matters to me, <clears throat> what God says matters above anybody else, before my own self, before my spouse, before my children, you know, I'm not taking my kids there. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this activity. But you know what? We can do lunch and I can pray for you. I can encourage you. I can send you encouraging scriptures, but I cannot hang out with you because it affects my walk with Christ. It affects my children, my family. So these things are <clears throat> for the mature. Does he say, go talk mess about them? No. To pray for them and love them. How do we show somebody that we love them, the unbeliever? You know, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. Do you want to do lunch? Hey, <clears throat> the Holy Spirit put you on my heart. Do you need prayer for something? I'm here for you when you're ready. But to me, when I'm reading 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 and down, it looks like to me he's speaking to the lukewarm. But now I am writing you <clears throat> that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be brothers or sisters, but is sexually immoral or greedy, an idolater or slanderer or drunkard or swindler. Do not even eat with such people. <clears throat> wow. What business is it of mine to judge those outside of the church? Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge <clears throat> those outside. So, <clears throat> the title, excuse me, of chapter 5 is dealing with a case of incest. So, the author is dealing with people that have a culture of incest, of being drunk, of wanting other people's stuff. So let's read online so we can understand better. I wrote to you in the, in my letter not to associate with. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexual immoral people, not at all, meaning the people of this world who are immoral, or the greedy and swindlers <clears throat> or idolaters. In that case, you would have to leave this world. So if you couldn't hang around him at all, then you, would, you couldn't even be in this world. But now I'm writing to you that you must not associate. So don't hang out. Don't chill, right? With anyone who claims to be a brother or sister, but is sexually immoral. So if we're reading this from the Bible's perspective, they're claiming to be a brother and sister in Christ. But they're doing the opposite. Or it could even mean a physical brother or sister. The blood brother or sister. It can also mean that. The Bible has so much meaning. That's why it's important that we want to honor God. In season and out of season, we want to honor God during the holidays. We want to honor God not during the holidays. We want to honor God in our home, in every area of our life. So if we want to honor him, then we need to make sure that Boundaries are there. And where do we find in the Bible boundaries? We look up scriptures and then we ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, lead me and show me. I don't want to be filled with anxiety. I don't want to bring extra um, strongholds in my life because I'm choosing not to listen to you. Now I got to fight this battle of gossiping because I'm around everyone who's gossiping or drinking or watching things on the TV in the living room during the holidays that watching football and it's showing inappropriate things and you have a spirit of lust. 
and you're sitting there and you're forced to watch it. What are you willing to compromise? I'm not willing to compromise. And I hope my listeners are not willing to compromise. And yes, boundaries are not always understood, but that's okay. Just do it with love and respect. If it has to be said or unsaid, that's between you and God, how he wants you to deal with that. So remember, let your yes be yes and your no be no. It's not worth it for a day. It's not worth it for two days. It's not worth it to be a people pleaser. That's not That's not even godly to be a people pleaser. You want to please God at all cost. You want to please God, the Father, at all cost. Because he is the one that matters. He is the one that judges us. He is the one that convicts us. He gives us conviction. He is the one who helps us, heals us. And, you know, we don't want to have to go back on that journey because we chose to compromise. Compromise is not from God. Are we going to make mistakes? Yes. Are we going to learn? Yes. Have I always applied this? No. Was I a lukewarm Christian before? Yes. Did I think I was lukewarm? Absolutely not. But when I read this now and I have the understanding and revelation from the Holy Spirit, it means what it says. God says, what God says matters. He means what he says. He's a He's a gentleman. He's still going to let you choose. He's going to let you um, pick. He's not going to push himself on you. He might say, hey, daughter, hey, son, don't do that. Don't go there. Just because they're your friends or family, that doesn't matter. Gossiping, no. Having your kids around that, no. That's not what he wants. He wants the best for us. And sometimes the best for us brings division, not trying to bring division but sometimes it does some people might not understand or they say hey i'm a christian but i still hang out well maybe you should check your walk with christ because this is what my bible says and we all have the same bible so so if you go for an hour at their house and you know they start like they start to drink so okay let's go guys we gotta go or he might not have you go or he might have you or he might have you stay the whole time To minister to people is important, but it has to be God ordained. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to go minister to this and that. And you're throwing your pearls to the swines, the Bible says. They might not be ready. That's why it has to be led by God. Don't carry extra anxiety. Don't carry somebody's burden God didn't have you carry. If he wants you to go, he's going to tell you to go. That's how important this is because for the holidays, It's hard for some people. Some people are going through anxiety or a loved one has passed away and they're already on the edge and they got to deal with their own stuff and then bring other people's stuff. Like it's not always easy or there's animosity or hurt and that's not where God wants you. He can still use you in your friends and family life, their life, but maybe it's not this time right now where there's too many people around where they can't hear you where they're they're in their sin, but they're claiming they're Christian, or they're not Christian at all. So just remember that no matter what, God loves you, God sees you, ask him for wisdom because that's where it comes from. Don't feel stressed out, don't. And if you do, just ask the Holy Spirit to calm you, to give you understanding. And remember, usually stress and anxiety and all that comes from no boundaries. Not knowing how to say no, not knowing how to say yes. Know what the word says, pray about it. And if you don't know and he don't feel him answering, keep praying and he will answer. He'll show you, read the scripture. He can answer through scripture. He can answer through 
You hearing him, he can answer through a dream. However he chooses to answer, he will answer you. So don't take on extra if that's not where God has put you. And this can apply not just to the holidays. This can apply to everyday life. Boundaries are important. How we speak to others, where we go around the opposite sex, texting, boundaries can apply to everything. But I'm specifically bringing them forward because it is the holiday season and people are are around family and friends. So I don't want to keep rambling, but I just wanted to share that with you. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And remember, do it in a loving way, not in a harsh, mean way. Like, oh, you're the devil. You're lukewarm. We're not going to be around you. No, that's not what God has called us to do. So we need to be loving in the way we act because we represent Christ and Christ is love. So we need to do everything in a loving way. And some people might not understand, like I said, but that's okay. As long as you got it from God. And I'm not saying not to go, but what I'm saying is let him lead you. Let him show you. Let him guide you with the boundaries that he needs. So if you guys want, you can read First Corinthians, the whole chapter 5 on your own, and then Matthew. The other one I read was in um, Matthew. I believe it was also in chapter 5, but it was... <clears throat> It was talking about let your yes be yes and your no be no. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. I hope you all have a blessed Thanksgiving. Know that you're loved. Know that God loves you. If you're not around family and friends, it's just you. Turn on that worship music. Don't be sad. Maybe help the needy if you can afford to. Take them a hot meal, whatever you make yourself. Save a plate for somebody. Take somebody a blanket. Pray for somebody if you don't have money. Call them, text them, pray for them. Say, I'm thinking of you. God loves you. You're not alone. Because think about Thanksgiving. It's to be thankful, right? For us to be thankful. What are we thankful for? Are we thankful for our family, our friends, our food, our home? Are we just thankful for all the things that make us happy, that please our hearts? No. We have to be thankful for the cross. We have to be thankful for salvation. We have to be thankful for the pruning, the growing. Wherever we are in life, be thankful. So I hope you guys have a blessed week. If you're traveling, safe travels. And I will see you guys next Monday. Bye.